Just Chibi the Podcast, presented by Just Chibi Productions. Hi there, I'm your host, Fondue. And I'm Chibi. In this week's episode, we're going to learn about endangered cheeses. Oh no. We're talking about why your favorite cheese might go extinct. We're talking mold, industrialization, and personal preference. And during my favorite segment, we're going to talk about combos, Frito-Lay, and a cheese syringe. What? And of course, no episode would be complete without our very cheesy jokes. Jokes. Stay tuned for episode 119, Extinct, on Just Cheesy the Podcast. You know, Cheesy, something I rarely thought about before doing this podcast was the number of different types of cheeses that there are in the world. Yeah. I grew up with Shaker Parmesan, American cheese, Swiss, Colby, cheddar, blue, and I even got fancy now and again and had Munster. (laughs) But doing this podcast actually opened me up to a giant world of cheese. Things like Gouda, Manchego, Brie. I've even tried some of the feet-smelling stinkers like Epoise. But I frankly just don't go through the world thinking, gosh, I wonder if this cheese will be around when I get a little older. But according to wholestory.wholefoodsmarket.com, There are endangered cheeses. Oh, no. They give us some statistics that smaller-scale cheese manufacturers are getting a little bit more rare. Oh, no. According to them, in 1979, there were over 20,000 fromageries in France. Holy cow. Today, there are only 3,300. Whoa. And some of the reasons for this make a little bit of sense. Okay. Here in the U.S., Raw milk cheese that's been aged less than 60 days is prohibited for sale. Oh, that's right. So that means there's a lot of artisan cheeses that are unable to be sold in the U.S. market. Oh, yeah. Or the cheeses have changed significantly. Yeah. According to walesonline.co.uk, they say most of the Carefilly that's sold doesn't actually come from Carefilly. It's usually closer to Chepstow or Cheshire. Okay. And rumor had it that the local producers of Carefilly cheese ceased trading in 1995 because the European Whoa. legislation made it illegal to take delivery of unpasteurized milk in metal churns. Whoa. A lot of people say that Carefilly sold in stores isn't crumbly enough. Aww. Castle Dairies claims to be the only surviving producer of Carefilly. From Carefilly. Okay. They say they're still using an old recipe developed by miners' wives. Whoa. Camembert may be suffering a similar fate. Oh, no. According to MyRecipes.com, in the early 2000s, French authorities declared that cheese made from lightly pasteurized milk could not be called AOC Camembert or True Camembert de Normandie. So once larger Camembert manufacturers realized the strict limitations and how they would have to prepare the product in order to make the AOC rating, they just simply stopped. It says here they figured they could cut corners and generate more product without greatly altering the cheese's flavor. They could skip the AOC rating altogether and just put the words made in Normandy on their labels. Wow. In 2018, Bloomberg reported that 360 million wheels of camembert were produced annually. Holy cow. And out of those, only 4 million were true camembert de Normandy. And in the U.S., we've never actually tasted true Camembert de Normandy because it isn't imported to our country. Another reason that a cheese could go extinct is that the recipe just gets lost. Oh, no. In an article in NewYorker.com, Mary Holbrook was a British cheesemaker. In 2019, she passed away and she left behind no children. And her only relative, her cousin's daughter, 
was unable to keep working the farm. Oh, no. And just like that, four different cheeses ceased to exist. Whoa. In a book by Major Patrick Rance from 1982 called The Great British Cheese Book, talks about cheeses falling out of favor because they're simply no good. Aww. They talked about an extinct Suffolk cheese called Stony Hard Ooh. because it was made only with skim milk and was so notoriously bad that in 1825, the Hampshire Chronicle reported that one ship's cargo of grindstones was eaten by rats while the neighboring hull of Suffolk cheese escaped untouched. Oh, no. World War II caused the decline of some of the cheeses, according to a book called A Cheesemonger's History of the British Isles. Oh, no. A lot of milk was rationed, or it was restricted away from cheese production. Whoa. And the cheese called Montebore actually was almost lost forever after the war as well. According to TastingTable.com, the rural population moved to larger towns for work, okay. and the town was almost abandoned. Oh, no. In 1999, Roberto Grattoni teamed up with Italy's now international slow food movement. Oh. They support communities and producers who work to protect biodiversity. The cheese Montebore was added to the foundation's arc of taste. Ooh. This group protects and promotes small-scale traditional products and skills. Nice. Montebore cheese is not a sponsor, nope. but if it was, the ad would go right here. Have you ever wanted to listen to the web? Yeah. Well, Newsly makes that possible. They do? They're an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. Super app. You can listen to trending articles on the web on topics that you choose and get them read to you in a natural human voice. What kind of topics? Sports, cheese? tech, business, cheese. science. Cheese? I'm sure there's even cheese. Yay! They even have an entire section for podcasts. Are we there? Of course we are. Ooh. It's one of my new favorite podcasts. Apps. They even have digital radio. Holy cow. Just go to www.newsly.me to download it free Whoa. or use the link in the description. If you use the promo code CHEESY, Cheesy. that'll get you one month free premium subscription. Yay, Newsly. Now, back to the podcast. Biodiverse fungi is a big deal when it comes to cheese. I got your fungi. According to <laughs> nypost.com, Penicillium camemberti was isolated by biochemists all the way back in 1897. Holy cow. This individual strain of fungi is what they rely on for the aesthetic of camembert. Okay. According to the article, the only way for this particular fungi to okay. reproduce is by cloning. Whoa. According to Vox.com, there used to be different strains. Really? They were slightly different genetically, and the resulting cheeses had slightly different colors, flavors, and smells. Whoa. So today, all camembert worldwide are inoculated with one genetically identical albino strain of fungi. Oh, no. This is not found in the wild. Oh. If you get camembert from France or one from New York, they have identical microbes. Whoa. This is great for uniformity. Yeah. But like they say here, when you lose diversity within a species, you lose adaptability. Oh. This can mean that if the right pathogen were to evolve, it could kill all of that particular microbe. Oh, no. And that could render this specific cheese extinct. Aww. It's time for my favorite segment. This week in cheese. According to WFTV.com, a Fort Myers, Florida man has filed a lawsuit against the parent company of Combo Snacks. Mm. He's claiming that the marketing is deceptive because they don't contain enough real cheese. Oh, no. The product label says real cheese. Okay. But according to the ingredients list, only 2% is cheese. Oh, no. The main ingredients are wheat flour, 
palm oil, dairy product solids, carbohydrates, and cornstarch. Not cheese. If the lawsuit is won, the Mars company will have to pay damages for the alleged deceptive marketing. Whoa. There was a similar lawsuit in California. Really? The complaint says that Frito-Lay is misleading consumers because it does not properly label its Ruffles cheddar and sour cream potato chips in such a way so that consumers can clearly see that the product contains artificial flavoring, coloring, and chemical preservatives. Oh, no. And if lawsuits aren't your bag back in January, no. SeaWorld had a very interesting concoction on their menu. Really? At Christmas, they offered a bison burger. Ooh, yum. But the part that people find bizarre is that the way you add cheese to the burger is with a syringe. What? It's a $15 burger, and it includes a syringe full of hot liquid cheese. That's weird. People said they thought it didn't scream Christmas, but (laughs) Halloween. Neither. And they said it's kind of an odd way to add cheese to the burger because it produces a lot of unnecessary plastic waste. Oh, yeah. And it seems a little odd since it's SeaWorld, and a lot of plastic waste ends up in the ocean. I'm ready for a joke, Fondue. Okay. How do you handle precious cheese? I don't know. Carefully. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Wow. Carefully. It was dumb. You know, the dumb. cheese carefully. It's dumb. It was not dumb. It was a little bit cheesy. Thanks for listening to Just Cheesy the Podcast, episode 119, Extinct. Thank you. We've got a small video out there thanking you for our 20,000 listens. With a joke. Be sure to check it out on YouTube and TikTok. Yay, cheesy, everybody. 